0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Encore Podcast. I honestly believe we are about to have an all-time great with this episode of Encore. If you haven't listened before, this is the show that takes an artist and asks free musical amateurs to name that artist's top three songs. Before we get into the artist in question, it's only right to introduce you to said chumps. I am Lee Chump for this episode and I go by the name of Scott Hasty Beats Hasty. To my left is a man who shares his name with a famous 1980s truant, the man who created a cartoon world full of donuts and diddly-doodlies, one third of the whole Friends cast, and, of course, the man who said, All right, all right, all right, all right. I am, of course, talking about our, Ma- our Matthew, Matthew Coral.
1: Hello, hello. That was a beautiful intro. Best name ever, and there's no uh, dispute in that.
0: It is a good one, it is a good one, but let me tell you, you have got some competition. To my right is a man who shares his name with Captain America for Star Lord and Superman all in one. Outside of the Marvel Universe, he is also the captain of the Starship Enterprise, and he's a crazy old doctor with a DeLorean. He's my favorite wrestler of all time, and he's also my favorite character on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's Chris Murray. What a way to
2: put me on a list of people that I am absolutely at the bottom of. (laughs) Best Star Trek, would you agree, The Next Generation?
0: Oh, 100%. And best character on Keeping Up With The Kardashians, Kris Jenner?
2: Mm, I mean, I've seen one episode, and it was the one where Kim gets robbed. And it was a really phenomenally short episode, and I've never been back since, because I thought, it's never going to get any better than this.
0: Well, speaking of things that are never going to get any better... We go on to our final person. I don't know if that means that it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm going to go with it. Um, Finally on our podcast is a man who shares his name with... um, um <laughs> I knew this was coming. Yeah. Right, okay, yep, got it. Who
3: shares his name with, I guess, Dom Jolly. It's
0: our own Dom Sterling.
3: You're an absolute <laughs> dick. I can already think of Dominic Monaghan. Who? He's he's a person from Lord of the Rings, wasn't he? not? Who? Is he the guy he, from Deck and Dom? <laughs> you could have had him That's two Who? You could, Who? You could have, Dom Littlewood The, the bald guy Who? that does things Yeah just to Who? Do one Great well Dom Welcome to the podcast
0: Um, Okay now that's out of the way um, We go to the artist of today's podcast This is an artist that also has several monikers himself Some know him as the real Slim Shady Some know him as Marshall Maffers, But Chris What do
2: we usually know him as? Today's show, we are talking about Eminem. He is the man who, for me, predated my interest in music. I feel like I just listened to Eminem since the start of my life. My older brother and sister got me into him from a very young age. I remember pretty much every single one of his music videos from, I think, the very late 90s through to, like, 2006, maybe. I think that almost everything he does stands out for one reason or another and much like yourself i'm very excited that we're doing this today
0: yes undoubtedly one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time and one of the most impressive rappers of all time people often talk about great hip-hop artists but not all of them have such an impressive flow as eminem does he is certainly goat material he hit mainstream success in 1999 becoming a leading figure in a form of black music and introducing it to a middle american audience historians because of that call him raps elvis presley not a bad comparison at all i honestly can't imagine where i would start myself but that's fine because i do not have an opinion here These guys are going to be picking their favourite three Eminem songs of all time and then we need to all work together to settle on a top three.
2: Chris, where do we start with Eminem? I do not even remotely care if any of the guys don't agree with me because I feel like my argument is sound enough that I will convince them. One of the things that Eminem doesn't get enough credit for is the fact that he is a phenomenal lyricist and the first track that I've chosen is him lyrically at his best. In this song you see a character in three different stages of grief there's a progression of anger in the song while the song itself is actually written from the whole perspective of a completely different persona from Eminem himself before he joins in with his own persona at the very end. This track is a clinic in storytelling. You're gripped through every single word. You follow the increasing aggression throughout the whole song until the very end. It has all these fantastic sound effects littered throughout the track, including effects of rain, effects of scribbling, which constantly increases in frustration. There's a difference in background noise when it moves from the song being spoken via a letter in a room to the song being said live in a car. And most importantly, there's this visceral, impactful moment of a combined noise of a car crashing, screaming, and the noise of impact on water. Eminem's final verse even comes from another perspective, as I said, where he admits, most importantly, of anything he's ever done in his whole back catalogue, he admits that what he says is just for show and shouldn't be copied. In fact, I only found out last night that this song lends its title to an obsessive fan culture which now exists all over Twitter and there was almost no better way to define that obsessive fan culture than to go back to a song that was released in 2000. There's so much to unpack with this song, it deserves its own episode. Of course, it's Eminem's best song of all time and possibly the best song we've ever spoken about on this show. It is of course Stan that might be the nicest
0: thing anybody has ever said to me but not about me i think that's an interesting place to start the podcast i'm going to come to dom next dom yeah
3: so before we go into whether i've picked that song or not i want to go on record and state that eminem may have been the toughest artist yet on this podcast to isolate just three songs like even now there's sort of six not six songs still knocking around my head trying to force the way in there And it's weird because, for me, I like Eminem, but I wouldn't call me a huge fan. Like, I don't sort of pay attention to what albums he's releasing. I can give or take him. I wouldn't necessarily listen to his songs just going around the flat or going around town or whatever. But there are so many songs you forget existed when you listen back to his back catalogue with so many different styles. I think Stan is probably Eminem's most recognisable song. It is an anthem, like, no doubt about it. I think whether you're an Eminem's fan or not, this song created a moment. For me, possibly one of the greatest rap songs ever written. Possibly one of the best unlikely collabs ever. Maybe the greatest story within a song ever written. Like, it's intense, it's iconic. There is no way we can have this conversation without putting Stan in my top three. Yes. So we've got two votes for Stan and
0: now I come to Matthew and ask, Matthew, do you stand Eminem?
1: <laughs> I, I also, like Chris, quite recently learned what that meant. I'd seen it dotted about and had never put the two and two together, but it makes perfect sense. And again, piggybacking off what Dom has said about unlikely collabs and lyrically and just... I, I think Chris normally going into uh, going into the uh, an encore podcast i have my top three kind of there i i don't usually have any loose um loose ones i'll i'll be honest though chris stan was if you look at the the, the ones that i'm going to put in stan was just on the outlier but you know what i can't in any good heart not have stan in the top three Eminem songs so it's absolutely in there
0: that is a full list there for stan and it goes straight
2: into our top three guys i, I couldn't be happier at this i have spent this entire day listening to this song over and over and over and over and over again every time listen to it finding another little detail that i just loved about it i mean i've listened to this song for 20 years and it's still so so phenomenal i think it's visceral it's right in your face you you're in This song, the only thing that lets the song down is I Wish You Didn't See Damn at the end. That's the only thing. It's like a 9.99999999 out of 10.
0: (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Well, Stan goes into our top three then. So let's go to the next round of voting. The first came from Chris. I'm going to now go to Matthew. Matthew, you've already voted for Stan.
1: What are you going to vote for next? I'm solidifying this next choice. It's an interesting one because... It wasn't technically a single, but I I know it as one of the best pump-up songs of all time. And I mean of all time. You listen to this song, it starts, not slow, but it gets there, and it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and it builds to this amazing climax right at the end. And it's just a great song. If you look at the the stats on Spotify, it's actually the most listened to song. And I can kind of understand why. I'm sure it's in loads of like gym uh, playlists and that. So I'm choosing... My second song, Till I Collapse.
3: Wow. Till I Collapse by
0: Eminem. I definitely have quite a a nice connection to that song as well, Matthew, so that's a nice pick. Um, Let's see if the other
3: guys do. We'll go to Dom first of all. Is Till I Collapse in your top three? I like Till I Collapse, and this isn't me saying I dislike the song. It just, for me, wasn't even in my top ten, and I think that shows how big an artist Eminem really is, so no, it's not chris do you agree with matthew or do you agree with dom
2: for me i i knew that it was already going to be difficult enough so i only let myself choose singles and there's 53 to choose from i think so i didn't even consider this i I couldn't even tell you what it sounds like i i know that it's there on spotify and it's the most played one which is pretty cool so at the moment we leave till i collapse
0: maybe we'll come back to it later in the podcast but it has one vote after that round and that vote comes from Matthew. Dom, the other guys have had a pick. Why don't you have a pick, mate?
3: As I said at the start of this, I had six songs floating around my head and I all I, I weirdly paired them all off as sort of like, it's them two, it's them two, it's them two with the sort of same sort of vibes. Eminem has this weird style where he goes from sort of really deep emotional connecting lyrics and you just get lost in the moment to over the top I'm going to say fun songs, you think business, you think just lose it. For me, the best of these and one of the most iconic Eminem songs came in 2002. Lead single of the Eminem show, it poked fun at Moby, and Sync Prince. For me, it's arguably one of his most successful songs. It hit number one in the UK, number one in 15 other countries, nominated for three Grammys, and it was the 69th, lol, best-selling single of the 2000s of the whole decade here in the UK. My second choice is Without Me. Well, you can't argue with any of
2: those facts. Chris, Without Me, what do you think about that record? I agree with absolutely everything Dom said. I love that you can see that all the way through his back catalogue. It is crazy to say that this is my 13th most favourite Eminem song. However, everything that Dom said is absolutely right. This is completely in with a shout. This is a song which I r- distinctly remember recording off the radio onto a tape because I thought it was that good and cutting out the bits where the DJ spoke. Um, it's just not in my top three.
0: Matthew, are we going to take it up to two votes or is it going to remain on one?
1: This is such a massive song iconic some could argue and you probably win that argument very very quickly and i agree with everything that's been said it just unfortunately didn't make it into my top three either
0: okay interesting very very interesting so we've had a pick from all of the gang however there are still two songs out there from you chris can
2: you please give me one of those songs so eminem's beats for the most part of his songs all rotate around sort of pre-recorded samples or stuff that's been sort of invented in a studio by Dr. Dre. It was rare that you saw any guitars being played, but this next one is instantly recognizable from the guitar riff which defines the song. Eminem actually called the guitar riff the highlight of his production career, which I really, really enjoyed. He discovered this on an old sort of demo tape of noises he had made and he came back to it and said, we have to use this for a song, and he did it. He recorded this song while he was on the set of filming his film, 8 Mile, and lyrically, it's a semi-autobiography of his whole life so far. He has these huge intakes of breath all the way through the track, because it's almost like he's pouring his entire life into the, what, three, four minutes of the song. He talks about all the trauma he's been through to get to the point in his life that he's at. He basically explains how he needed success to save his life. He would be dead or in jail. The last line of this song is he says, you can do anything you put your mind to, stressing that if you lose yourself in your own dreams enough, you can achieve it. From 2002, I think his second best song is Lose Yourself.
0: That is lose yourself. He is putting forward for Eminem's top three. Matt, should it be in the top
1: three? Should it be in? Absolutely, it should. Is it in my top three? No. There's too many songs to to squeeze into a top three. You know, I, I've thrown in till I collapse again. I, I a kind of personal one. Um, I didn't really think it would it would go anywhere. So there just there wasn't room. Cause i've got a final song here there wasn't room for for lose yourself as 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 iconic and as great as it is
0: dom i know you have already went with without me and stan which means that we are only one song away from finding out all of your songs that you've voted for on eminem's top three is that final song lose yourself
3: okay so when when i came with this top three i had to look at it and think right do i go with the three songs that i think are eminem's best songs songs that i thought would get a lot of love songs that i thought would be a sort of consensus across the board lose yourself was in my top three and i was going with my head on that because i agree with everything that chris said i think lose yourself as soon as that starts that sort of that guitar kicks in you can lose yourself um to that moment completely and it is an incredible song accompanied by an incredible film In the end, though, I went with my heart, and this song was bumped out to number
2: four. So, no. That's fine. I think that, um, I mean, there is no point in saying this anymore. Eminem has far too many songs to pick a top three. Um, You could almost pick his top three funny songs, his top three serious songs, his top three violent songs, his top three collaborations. We would need multiple episodes to cover all aspects of this man's career. Unfortunately, though you put us in this predicament, this was
0: your pick, so thank you very much. Now, with that, <laughs> tell us your final Eminem pick, please.
2: I can be very easily swayed on my third pick because I think for me those two, those top two that I've already given you were a cut above the rest. Those were like his god tier, and then I had a top five which I think are all very good. But in number three, I want to talk about the fact that. Eminem has had countless collaborations over the years. Dr Dre, 50 Cent, Ed Sheeran, Jay-Z, and many, many others. But I picked out one in particular, which just stood out for me. I think Eminem had some lean years. He had almost like a decade of just generally not showing up before Slim Shady came back with this phenomenal album, Recovery, which just featured countless different collaborations. For me, it was this track with Rihanna, which really stole the show. The song talks about the really difficult topic of domestic abuse, which is significant for both Eminem and Rihanna for obvious reasons. I love the story that this song started life as a demo that was sent to Eminem by a writer. Eminem then considerably reworked it. He wrote this chorus that he wanted Rihanna to sing, so he went and handpicked Rihanna to join him on the song. They then met up and reworked the song together It's a phenomenal effort from Rihanna on the track. It's one of her most recognisable choruses. For some reason, despite the fact that it's got a really sad subject matter, I feel like this is one of his most anthemic songs, which almost is like a complete oxymoron, but it's out there. I've gone back to 2010 and I've chosen Love The Way You Lie featuring Rihanna,
0: of course. Love The Way You Lie featuring Rihanna, certainly a big record. Matthew, I'm going to come to you first we are one song away from having your top three is love the way you lie that track
1: it's a massive song without doubt and of all the massive songs to squeeze into my top three it unfortunately is not in that final slot but i do love this song it's got one of the the best lyrics of all time um and Now you get to watch her leave out the window. I guess that's why they call it windowpane. Not just because it's a pun, but I think it just there's so there's so much to to all the lyrics of the song, but that one just stands out to me. Um, and I say I love it. It just it just it just didn't make it, unfortunately.
0: Dom, are you a massive fan of Love the Way You Lie? Is it your final Eminem song?
3: I, I, this is the thing. It's, it's it's weird because out of Eminem's back catalogue, I expect us all to come into this sort of conversation and all have three completely different songs each and there wouldn't have been a problem with that because he has so many big songs. As I said at the start, I had six songs floating around my mind. I mentioned two already, two of my picks, which was Stan and Without Me. I also mentioned uh, Lose Yourself is also in that six, as was Love The Way You Lie. It, For me, is a brilliant, brilliant song that, like Chris says, it's an anthem, but if you really listen to the lyrics, it's dark, it's really, really dark. The third chorus, I think, or the third verse is about Eminem going, no, no, come back, it's fine, I've changed, and then him going, no, no, I haven't changed, I'm going to punch you, oh no, I won't punch you again. It's a weird sort of, you can hear him sort of arguing against his own mind. It's Eminem's most successful single. It's his best-selling song to date. It didn't make it into my top three, but I could definitely be swayed to have that in the top three overall.
0: Okay, interesting. Dom, I want to stick with you. Can you now reveal your third And final
3: Eminem track. Okay, so my third single, I'm going to preface by saying I don't think this will make it in. Um, I wasn't going to put it in my top three because I thought there's probably no point in talking about it. It won't get a lot of love. But I have to because for me, it's my favourite Eminem song. I remember from the first time I heard it, it really, really resonated with me. It's a powerful, powerful song. It was taken as the final single from his Relapse album in 2009 It samples a song called Reaching Out, which was taken from a Queen and Paul Rogers tour in 2005. It's, for me, Eminem being open. He's talking about him. He's not taking the piss. He's just being honest. Um, It was partially written when he went to rehab in 2005 and finished off later when he got clean. The song is all about being true to yourself, not trying to imitate anyone else. It's one of his songs where I really, really listen to the lyrics and I really feel them. There's a lyric I just wanted to fit in. Every single place, every school I went, I dreamed of being that cool kid, even if it meant acting stupid. How many of us, when we were kids or younger, were trying to act like a dick just to try and fit in, or impress of who we perceived as the cool kids? The chorus, at the end, go inside each other's minds just to see what we find, look at shit through each other's eyes. It's still as relevant now as it was back then. I don't think it's going to be considered for top three, but I want to put it out there. My favourite Eminem song is Beautiful.
2: Dom, that was the most beautiful story I have heard on this show. I could not tell you what beautiful sounds like, but I loved your love of it. <laughs> I loved the way you loved that song.
3: Like I said, I don't think like said, it
2: resonate much, but for me it does, I wanted, to, I wanted to pay attention to it. I think personally I've not listened to that album enough. I think I remember like Crack a Bottle. But outside of that, I I don't think I could tell you what the fifth single from it was.
1: Is this the one where he's singing in the chorus? And it's beautiful. That's how I'm thinking, because that's the name of the song. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, It wasn't one that I listened to when I was doing, trying to compile everything. But it is one that rings a bell now. Um, And I do love how deep you've gone into the lyrics of it, Dom. And how much it kind of means to you. Um, So I'm going to rip it away and say no, it's not in my top three.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Okay, so Beautiful stays on one vote. This podcast started out very, very comfortable and now it's becoming very uncomfortable for me. Um, Matthew, your final song has one vote, but I don't know the name of it. Why don't you tell me what it's called?
1: When When I was putting all this list together, it was the one that I thought, right, I don't think I can stand here and say, these are my top three Eminem songs and not have this in. I think the cultural impact, even when I was, so this song came out when I was eight years old. So I was at primary school. And I think every kid that I knew, including myself, knew the words to this song or could reference this song or knew what we we're talking about with this song. And so I, I cannot stand here and take myself seriously and not have this in my top three. So I have to put forward as my final song, the real Slim Shady.
0: The real Slim Shady picking up a vote there from Matthew, which means that we have a whole host of records. Um, What we do have is we do have one song into the top three, which is um, Stan. So Stan is already locked in, which means we have two spots left. So what I'd like you to do, and this is a horrible, horrible thing to ask. I would like you to cull one of your own songs. And take one through so we can bring this down from six songs in contention to three songs in contention. Dom, I'm going to start with you. Do you want to take
3: through Without Me or Beautiful? I think you probably know the answer to this, this question already. Um, I think for me, you can't have a top three without Without Me. Um, I wanted to bring Beautiful to the table so that people, if they hadn't heard it or couldn't remember it, just 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 went away. Uh, and just immerse themselves. I think it's about five minutes, 20 um, of that song. So yeah, I'm going to leave Beautiful to one side, go and listen to that, but for me, Without Me has to be in the top three. Matthew, I'm going to come to you next. Are you going to take
0: through Till I Collapse or The Real Slim Shady? Oh, man.
1: I put in my order, ultimately, I put Stan at the top, then Till I Collapse, then The Real Slim Shady. And I don't want to stick to that just because I put them in in that order. I love to like Collapse. Like I say, if you're ever in the mood or if you're not in the mood and you want to get in the mood to just get absolutely pumped up, like you're you going to the gym, you're going for a run, put that song on. I guarantee you, if you're feeling a little bit tired, it will get you going. But like I said before, The Real Slim Shady, I just I cannot justify myself and not put that in the top three. So it <laughs> it's a whisker, but The Real Slim Shady, I'm, I'm, I'm putting that one forward over Till I Collapse.
0: Okay Chris Murray I'm really sorry to have to ask you to do this pop a bullet into either lose yourself or love the way you lie which is it?
2: I knew that Stan would be a home run I just I just knew when we started this with these other two I was hoping that I would get a lifeline from one of the other two and to sort of save the scenario that we're now in sadly I'm going to have to watch this song go from the window I guess that's why they call it pane. so i'm gonna to have to say goodbye to love the way you lie wow um okay so we lose love the way you
0: lie from the podcast which leaves us with three songs vying for two positions those three songs are without me lose yourself and the real slim shady i think every single person here can agree all three are absolutely worth a place in that top three Um, but we're going to have to cut one we will have to lose one of these songs I'm afraid somebody is going to be left disappointed so Chris I'm going to come to you first I mean obviously the first question is are you definitely sticking with Lose Yourself and which of the other two songs without me and the real Slim Shady are you
2: taking through Eminem sort of redefined the beauty of rap music with Lose Yourself he has this phenomenal you know, like, word where he manages to, like, rhyme sentences within sentences and lines within songs. I'm sure you all know that, like, if you listen to Lose Yourself, the end of the lines rhyme, but then the middle of the lines also rhyme as well, which is just such, like, beautiful way of speaking. What differed about Lose Yourself was up until this exact song, all he wanted to do was piss people off. Piss off mums, piss off America's version of Ofcom, this was the point where he stopped and he turned around and he took a look at himself in the mirror almost. He realized he could be the voice of people and he could give people hope with this song. And he most importantly showed people the significance of music. His whole life was saved by music and you know, by, through that his whole family's life were saved by music. And I mean, that's, that is a mantra which I've lived by for my whole life. So I definitely definitely think that I can convince the guys the the benefits of this song being in there. Talking about the other two, The Real Slim Shady was number 4 for me. I think that it again is one of those songs that just put Eminem on the map. It's a song that everyone our age knows pretty much all the words to. I was just looking at the sort of genius article for the lyrics on this song and it's phenomenal how many pot shots he takes. I even realised that for most of my life I've probably listened to the radio edit so there's some lyrics in there that I probably didn't even pick up on when I was younger and it sounds even more phenomenal now. Much like Stan, this is a song which has aged fantastically and is still brilliant today as it was back then so if i was to pick the last two which i'm really happy that i'm not i would pick my own song lose yourself and i would join it with the real slim shady it just edges out without me okay so chris has chosen lose yourself his own track
0: and he's given a vote to the real slim shady matthew i'm going to come to you next i'm sure that you'll be sticking to your own track but what other track are you favoring to take into the top three with the real slim shady
1: It's not just because Chris has said that, but everything that Chris said about Lose Yourself was so spot on. I mean, it's such a great song. And and like I said, that guitar riff, you hear that opening, what, notes? Maybe two notes? And you know what it is straight away. There's no denying that. You know, it did have that that cultural impact. And that's why I chose The Real Slim Shady, because like I say, at eight years old, people in primary school, (laughs) will The Real Slim Shady please stand up? That is almost known worldwide and I think pure in case of putting him on the map, obviously I'm sticking with the Real Slim Shady and I have absolutely nothing against Without Me. I think for a bit of variance, Without Me and Real Slim Shady are a bit similar, whereas you get a little bit of difference with Lose Yourself. So I would support Lose Yourself over Without Me.
0: Dom, I'm guessing you would like to back your own record without me. But what other record would you like to back as well?
3: Uh, I think this is this is really, really simple for me. I think Lose Yourself has to be in there. I think it's an iconic song. It's a moment in time. It's, and I, I agree with what Matt said, actually. I think for me, without me and some Shady are very, very similar sort of vibes. I think if I had a top three without Lose Yourself, I'd be annoyed at myself. And I think a lot of people would be annoyed. So I think for me, we have to put it in there. And I think it has to be, for me, I'm surprised at Chris. I think, for me, Lose Yourself has to be a by Without Me. I think, in terms of ticking off sort of Eminem styles, I think Without Me is his best sort of fun song. Um, it was nominated for Record of the Year at the Grammys in 2003. Like I said before, it was in the top 100 best-selling singles of the 2000s, like, in the whole decade. It won five... MTV Video Music Awards in that year, it's a moment, I think, even when it starts, when it says that, oh, be Trice, and that bit, and the record scratch, you know what song is coming on, and you can't help but lose it. I think the real some shady for me, yeah, I, I get it, it's a good song, but apart from the chorus, I don't think many people would know the full song. Yes, his big fans maybe would, but I think without me, I have a lot of memories of that coming on in clubs and in bars, and in pubs, and people lose their shit for it. So for me, it has to be Lose Yourself and Without Me is the final two songs. So I'm going to go
0: ahead and put Lose Yourself into the top three. However, I do think Dom put some really, really good points across there. And I would like the final decision to
2: come from Chris, essentially. I've got a stick. Purely for the reason that I agreed with everything Dom said, except for the fact that he thinks that the verses aren't so memorable. Like, uh, the real Slim city I think, has probably more significantly impactful verses than Without Me does. I, I like what he said that you can't have Lose Yourself without, without, without Me. Easy sense for me to say because, like, Lose Yourself and Without Me actually share a lot of lyrical themes. Like, Lose Yourself is all about, you know, the significance of, like, music and... The importance of believing in himself whereas without me is almost making the same argument he's saying y- you wouldn't have what you have now if i wasn't here but i just have to stick with the real some shady it's the song which got us all into eminem and it is top three for me
0: matt what do you think about where we're at at the moment
1: i think i think where we're at is a ridiculous position You you can't really pick between the real Slim Shady and without me I mean Dom made great points, Chris made great points I like to think I've made great points I honestly I, I would almost be happy if we literally flipped a coin um, and that was the answer because that top three uh, with either of those last two songs going in would be an amazing one but I, I obviously personally would prefer the real Slim Shady in there
0: how about we do a competition where whoever gets further into Rap God out of Dom and Matthew gets
2: their song through? We haven't disagreed at all on this show. So I would just like to put on that I only shortlisted 22 songs <laughs> and the bottom two were the Monster and Rap God. They've been mentioned in this podcast like they're in some sort of level. They are not. They are literally Aldi tier Eminem for me.
0: I would have thought that you would have been really into the idea of another Eminem and Rihanna collaboration.
2: No, I think that they... I was about to say something really crude there. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. I think that they blew their load with Love the Way You Lie, and then they desperately wanted to repeat that success with the monster, and it it just wasn't there for me. Well, I think we
0: could go on forever really just talking about Eminem and all of his great records, but at the end of the day, I think we have reached an end point here. I'm going to go with the room, Dom, I'm afraid. I'm going to put the real Slim Shady into the top three Eminem songs of all time, according to us, the Encore podcast, which means that our top three Eminem songs of all time we got here eventually are Stan, and I think that is so far out in front because it got the only consensus and Full Sweep Vote. Then we put in Lose Yourself, and finally we are putting in the real Slim Shady with Without Me, Just Missing out.
3: I still disagree with quite a lot of points. I think "Without Me" is a by far stronger song um, than "The Real Some Shady." I think if you ask the average person, they are more likely to know "Without Me" and the chorus and the verse than "Real Some Shady." I think stat-wise, I was just curious. "Without Me" was his fourth biggest selling single. "Real Some Shady" was six. Uh, "Without Me" on Spotify had four point six million, sorry, four hundred sixty nine million streams. "Real Some Shady" three hundred eighty. And in terms of actual physical sales of copy, without me, two point one million. Real some shady one point two. So for me, that shows the level. But democracy.
1: Personally, I'm I'm really happy. But I had had we gone the other way, and had it been um, without you in the top three, I equally would be would be sat here going, wow, that's a really strong top three. You can almost do no wrong with Eminem, uh, especially if you if you whittle it down to as Chris did the top 22 Um, or you know your top 10 tracks you you couldn't go wrong there Um, so yeah I think personally happy but overall I think that's really strong
2: I completely get what Dom's saying about the significance of without me and all of the numbers do not lie but there's only one point that he missed and that is that for everything those songs have against each other without me had the real Slim Shady the real Slim Shady didn't have without me it didn't exist for another two years And that's why it tops it for me. But this has been the best show we've ever done. Both Dom and Matt have gave me personally the best arguments they've ever made on this show. Good luck next week.
0: (laughs) So that's it for another edition of Encore. Remember, if you haven't listened to other episodes, you can grab them all in the usual places. And if you have any issue with the songs we've picked in this episode, head over to our social channels, Encore underscore pod, and let us know what you think and if you have a suggestion for an artist that we should discuss in a future episode of encore then let us know but until next time goodbye